You're listening to The Dworkin Report. I'm Scott Dworkin. Well, Rachel Maddow just got a tip about one of the Republican Party's worst politicians, and the tapes are devastating to Donald Trump's cause. If you care about the rule of law, if you care about Donald Trump and his campaign facing justice for conspiring with Russia, if you care about America, then you need to listen closely to this podcast. In what can only be described as a 47% moment, House Republican Devin Nunes from rural California ripped the mask off the GOP's diabolical plan to put Donald Trump's presidency completely above the law and the lengths to which his party will go to retain raw power at all costs because the alternative is the abyss. Representative Nunes is already under investigation by the House Ethics Committee, again, for owning shares in a Napa Valley winery that did business with Russia, whose owners were caught holding sex parties on their corporate yacht with underage girls. You can't make this stuff up. I broke the news of his dubious ownership of that winery, Alpha Omega, last year on MSNBC. Representative Nunes was part of the Trump transition team, which means that he's almost for certain under investigation by Special Counsel Mueller. But it is his official role as the House Intel Committee Chairman, where Nunes has the blessing of spineless Speaker Paul Ryan, where he has engaged in a pretty open campaign of obstruction of justice for the last year, trying to thwart Mueller's investigation into Russia, and as of late, demanding investigatory records that should never I mean never be released before a case is tried or closed. And Rachel Maddow just ripped the lid off the House Republicans' plan to steal the Supreme Court, extort the Department of Justice, and help Donald Trump get away with serious federal crimes, which even Devin Nunes himself admits on these very tapes that Donald Trump's son and his campaign, at the least, have aided and abetted. Here's clip one of the Nunes tapes. There lies, so it's like your classic catch-22 situation where I mean, we're at a, this is what, what puts us in such a tough spot. If Sessions won't refuse and Mueller won't clear the president, we're the only one, which is really the danger. That's why I keep, and thank you for saying it, by the way. I mean, we have to keep all these things. We have to keep the majority. If we do not keep the majority, all of this goes away. Sessions unrecusing himself? Really? I'm not a lawyer, but every legal expert I've seen says that recusal is a one-way street. No different than a judge. Trump's own White House counsel's office recused itself, for gosh sakes. I mean, come on. At this moment, any sane observer would calculate exactly a 0% chance that Jeff Sessions decides to get put in jail for Trump by unrecusing himself. And he's already done more than enough to tempt the fate with his Comey letter following his supposed recusal. If anything, we might have just caught a glimpse into the potential internal discussion of the Trump gang, a.k.a. lackeys like Nunes and the administration's loyalists and a dialogue with A.G. Sessions. Pretty much any of that would be inappropriate. Just asking him to unrecuse is a pretty heavy indicator of consciousness of guilt since, as Nunes admits, it's either win or go home. Shut down the investigation or face its consequences. 
Could it be that Republicans are contacting Sessions and asking him for this? Could it be that he is even wearing a wire to capture members of the Trump crime family and Republican Party obstructing justice by asking him to influence the outcome of Mueller's work? There are so many angles to what Devin Nunes said in this clip besides the obvious. Republicans have a plan. Force arch-conservative judicial activist Brett Kavanaugh through the Senate with 51 votes and onto the Supreme Court where he will be a reliable vote to shield Trump from Mueller's likely to arrive subpoena. Finish the election and try to turn it into an impeachment referendum. Pray they hold on to 23 seats in the House, which means you need to double down your efforts if you're in the resistance. And after the election, pretty much no matter what, strike at Rod Rosenstein with impeachment proceedings to try and extort him off the Trump-Russia probe where he supervises Robert Mueller. Listen to it again. So, there lies, so it's like your classic catch-22 situation where, I mean, we're at a, this is what puts us in such a tough spot. If Sessions won't refuse and Mueller won't clear the president, we're the only one, which is really the danger. That's why I keep, and thank you for saying it, by the way. I mean, we have to keep all these things. We have to keep the majority. If we do not keep the majority, all of this goes away. This episode of the Twerking Report is brought to you by Resistors Like You. We aim to keep this show independent for as long as we can. Visit TwerkingReport.com to see how you can help out. One of the best ways is by hitting that contribute button in the top right and giving what you can. Thanks again for your support. Let's get back to the show. Now here in the second clip, Devin Nunes admits the obvious. The thing that not only do we all know, but that we've known since last summer. That the Trump campaign illegally conspired with Russia to get dirt on Hillary Clinton. Here's clip two. Now, if somebody thinks that, that my campaign or Kathy's campaign is colluding with the Chinese or you name the country... It couldn't happen. It would be a very bad thing if Kathy was getting secrets from the Portuguese, let's say. Just because I'm Portuguese, but bad So Kathy was getting secret information from the Portuguese. You know, well, you know, they may not be able to but ultimately, if that said the Portuguese came and brought her some stolen email, she decided to release those. Okay, now we have a problem, right? So they stole the email, gave Kathy Kathy released Well, if that's the case, then. The Trump-Russia probe has been going on for a long time, and now, finally now, people get that serious federal election laws have been broken. But let's talk about why those laws are there to protect both political candidates and America's democracy. Nixon conspired with South Vietnam in the 1968 election, which cost this country dearly in blood and treasure, and he got away with it. It wasn't really legal at the time either, But after his resignation, 44 years ago yesterday, the FEC Act was created to stop pretty much everything he did. And don't forget that Roger Stone worked on that 1968 election. So, why these laws? Simple. Just because the Russians offered one thing doesn't mean they needed to deliver it for the conspiracy to advance. In fact, everything they did bears the hallmarks of building plausible deniability to create a natural defense mechanism against getting caught through literally hiding in plain sight. 
All they needed was for Donald Trump to agree to enter the conspiracy and he was theirs for life. They own him by holding that knowledge. Even now that it's out, they own him because they can testify against him. Look how easy it's been for Russia to turn Donald Trump into a puppet by gathering knowledge and evidence that he broke the law. Even Omarosa can do it. Michael Cohen did it. These laws protect Americans by giving them lots of reasons to turn down these snares and traps. The Nunes tapes even have a part where he, the ultimate Trump toady, admits that his God Emperor's stream of consciousness of guilt tweets, rants, lies, and garbage that Trump calls a Twitter account, that, well, it really sucks. Here's clip three. Then you know it's ridiculous to talk to the president for a production justice. But if they tell them why I'm good enough, and they put it out there, and they say, oh, we're looking at the tweets, because, you know, you got a mixed bag on the tweets, right? Like, sometimes we love the president's tweets, sometimes we cringe on the president's tweets. But they're trying to make a political, this is all political, so why that story around the New York Times on the tweets. This is just laughable comic relief for a deadly serious situation. All of those years, Republicans screamed that President Obama was above the law and there was a coup. Yet here we are. A Republican congressman under fire for underage sex parties on a yacht, overseeing America's intelligence community, extorting a top Justice Department official, to end a massively important investigation into a cyber invasion by Russian military intelligence, and he's telling donors in a setting that he thinks is secret, that they've got to pony up, or quote-unquote, this all goes away. It all goes away. Getting away with the law goes away. They're ready to do this as lame ducks. In other words, you're going to vote these people out of office, and they're going to execute a coup against the rule of law to prevent the natural course of justice. This is not just wrong. Not just scary, not just un-American. It is evidence of a Republican conspiracy to coup Putin in the White House through his vassal Donald Trump, the man who occupies the Oval Office but has done nothing, absolutely nothing, to earn the title of president except take foreign assistance to game the Electoral College. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, I want to thank my producer Grant Stern for all his help on this episode. Let's make sure to uh, tweet out the hashtag Stop Kavanaugh. And we have to make sure that uh, we reach out to both Senator Collins and Murkowski in regards to Kavanaugh. We have to stop this guy. It's obviously very important for them to subvert the law and think they're above it and try and abuse their power and shove another Supreme Court justice through. We can't let them. We can't let them under any circumstances. You can visit our website at dwarkingreport.com. We aim to stay independent. So if you can contribute in the top right, that'd be great. We love our supporters. Thank you again for all of your help. Thanks again for listening. Onward!